This terrible, Dupre, said Madeleine. She was looking at the newspaper. Person do this? Pretty far from God, yes? Dupre nodded. He sipped his coffee. They were sitting in Madeleine's kitchen. The breakfast dishes were piled on the sideboard next to the sink. Dupre watched the cluster flies fumble clumsily against the window glass. It was spring, and the fat-bodied black insects were crawling out toward the warmth. They wintered in the walls of the house. Madeleine handed the front section of the paper to Dupre. He looked at the headline. Fifth victim found. Dupre sighed. It is a long way from here, he said. Pretty ugly, this. Not so far, said Madeleine. It is, what, a hundred miles, maybe? Just up above the Wolf Mountains here, on that high line. Highway 2, which runs fifty miles south of Canada, all across Montana. North Dakota. Ends at Salt St. Marie in Michigan. The parents, these girls, said Madeleine. Oh, they must weep. Oh, yes, Dupre thought. Your little girl, she quarrel with you, and she run away. Someone take her and rape her and torture her and kill her and dump her body out in the sagebrush. Let the coyotes and ravens eat what is left. Well, he thought of his two daughters, his grandchildren, anybody's children. People kill people here, said Madeleine. They got a reason, not a good reason. There was never no good reason kill someone. Yes, there is, Dupre thought. But me, I will not argue this time. That lucky, said Madeleine, he kill all those Indian women, Canada, that Washington, D.C. What was he like there? Before I kill him, thought Dupre. Damn, him I almost forgot. No, I did not. Hit him with a stone from a slingshot, he fall and break his fucking neck so I don't got to cut his throat. Only good thing he did me. Dupre sipped his coffee. Hey, Dupre said Madeleine. I lose my voice? You gone deaf? I ask you this question, you hear me? What this lucky was like? Him, he was a bastard, said Dupre. He don't look crazy, though. Good thing he break his neck. He go to trial. They say him crazy. He be out by now. Give him social security or something. My Madeleine, she does not think there are bad people in this world, just people who are far from God. I wish she was right. Madeleine was fiddling with the thick braid of black hair she wore, shot with silver now. Her face was smooth and unlined. She was still a little asleep. Dupre lifted his coffee, and he smelled her on his hand. He remembered her in the night. Dupre looked at her, smiling a little. Hey, Dupre, said Madeleine. You want to go back to bed now? You look at me like that. It is on your forehead. No, I got to go to the church. See Father Vandenheuvel. No, Dupre, you're a big boy. You wait till tonight. Dupre grinned. Okay, said Madeleine. This afternoon, maybe, but not now, no. Dupre stood up and he went around the table. I bite you, said Madeleine. I am not fooling with you. Men, you're supposed not want that so much. You get to be a grandfather. Dupre rubbed her shoulders through the thick silk bathrobe she wore. I am not explaining Father Vandenhoevel. I am late, our meeting. I am fucking that Dupre. We are not even married. We would be, Dupre thought. 
You were not waiting on that fool church say, Okay, your husband, he is dead. You can marry Dupre now. Eight years I wait for her to get word from those priests. Something is stuck in the works. Dupre looked out the kitchen window toward the fields that lay right at the edge of the little town. Stout rows of winter wheat rose green above the brown earth. Tough plants, that winter wheat, stayed green right under the snow. Got a jump on growing in the spring.